Hello friends. Today we meet again online, SoundCloud, wherever you may be. Week 5 uh, in Romans chapter 8. And <laughs> you know, when I began this series, I expected to make it like, I think I said uh, something like four to five sessions. Well, today is session five and it looks like we still have a few more to go. But uh, what we have before us is something pretty amazing, and I don't want to rush it. And also, uh, I don't want these sessions to you know, be long and drawn out. So um, I think from here on out, we'll just take it nice and slow and, and take it in one bite at a time. You might say, chew it slowly and savor the text. All right. Well, today's focus is more on the Holy Spirit. And we're looking at only two verses, Romans 8, verses 26 and 27. Um, depending on when you're listening to this, actually, as I as I speak these words tomorrow, no, the day after tomorrow is Halloween. And um, I was just thinking about this. You know, I do sometimes enjoy a good scare. And more than that, over the years, I've really enjoyed scaring others, um, especially my two sisters. <laughs> Growing up, uh, I, I made one or the other scream or cry or, or pee their pants on many occasions. <laughs> oh, the fun of being a big brother. But I really think I, I can enjoy even Halloween when I do it joyfully in Christ. Is there a way to do that, I wonder? Uh, I know the Bible says to the pure, all things are pure and pure. Paul on Mars Hill when he came across the dedication to the unknown God. Well, I just think we can turn things around, you know, without completely isolating ourselves from the world. So we don't come across to them, maybe in the spirit of judgment, but rather in the spirit of love, in the spirit of Christ. Does that make sense? In, in truth, I, I really do hate uh, real scenario, evil spirit type movies, and all things like that, everything like that. I hate it. But Halloween, I mean, I choose to turn it to good. And one way I do that is that I let it remind me that there's still evil in the world, and, and there's spiritual darkness that keeps people in slavery, bonded to sin. Um, and it reminds me what's waiting for them those who don't have the Spirit of Christ in their lives. And the reminder I get from Halloween is that I might share with them how Jesus is the greatest treasure in the universe and they can have light in the darkness. So today, no matter what time of the year it is for you, uh, we don't want to focus on the spirit of darkness, but rather learn more about the Holy Spirit who inhabits all believers and uh, carries great power over evil and brokenness. The same power resides in us that raised up Jesus from the dead. So I'm going to go ahead and read the two verses for today. Verses 26 and 27, Romans chapter 8. Likewise, the Spirit helps us in our weakness. For we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. And he who searches hearts knows what is the mind of the Spirit, because the Spirit intercedes for the saints according to the will of God. You may recall how 
throughout chapter 8, Paul's been talking about the law of the spirit of life. And he talks about the Holy Spirit over and over. We're now under the law of the spirit of life instead of the law of sin and death. And the Holy Spirit is connected to everything we do and who we are in Christ. Remember, we talked about how the Holy Spirit keeps reminding us to set our minds on the things of God and how the Holy Spirit bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God by his working in us. And Paul also said in this chapter that we have the first fruits of the spirit. And we talked about that and how it was just the first fruits. It's a small down payment of the awesome things that God has prepared for us. And then in the last session, we talked about how creation was broken so that we might look to Christ as our only hope, as our deliverer from all bondage to corruption. And today, Paul says that the Spirit also helps us in our, our own weaknesses, which is also brokenness. And he gives us an example of how God helps us in our prayers. Let me read verse um, part of verse 26 again. For we do not know what to pray for as we ought, but the Spirit himself intercedes for us with groanings too deep for words. So remember last time Paul said all creation is groaning. And so we also groan inwardly waiting for God to make all things new. And Paul is connecting these things together. We all know that there are times in this life when the brokenness overwhelms us. And it seems the best we can muster is our heart calling out to God because we really can't find the, the words or we don't know what to pray for as we ought to. And um, as we talked about last time, we are currently in labor pains along with the rest of creation. And we're waiting for God to make all things new. And so we groan. But Paul says that the Holy Spirit prays or, or, or speaks on our behalf. Um, he intercedes for us in our brokenness. There are just some things that are difficult in this whole life. Um, remember Paul himself. He suffered a lot, right? He um, was stoned. He was beat many times. He was put in prison. He was left for dead at least once. Uh, he was uh, whipped uh, on more than one occasion. Have, have you ever been so distraught or sick or, or, or tired or, or had something where you just had to kneel before God and know that he knows all and he'll take care of it and you just knelt there before him and you laid it at his feet and there were no words needed <laughs> or, or you didn't have the strength to focus uh, or you didn't know how or where to start. I think we've all been there and, and we are there at times in our life. But the Holy Spirit was your helper then, and He is now today. We don't know nearly enough about the character and, and the plans and, and all the things of God that we should. But we, we can find peace in placing it in His hands.
even Paul needed the Holy Spirit's help. I mean, I mentioned the beatings and the jail and prison, but he also seemed to be taunted by what we might think of as severe uh, depression. And there's so many people in the world that suffer severe depression. Depression hits me uh, from time to time. It, it just, it comes and sometimes I don't know where it came from. And for some reason, even this brokenness has a way of, of pointing me to Christ. And even while the depression is still going on, sometimes I find this resting spot right at the feet of Christ. And I don't know what to pray for, really, because I don't know what brought this on. But, but here's what Paul says about his own struggle in 2 Corinthians chapter 1. Uh, let's see, verse 8 and 9. For we do not want you to be unaware, brothers, of the affliction we experienced in Asia. For we were so utterly burdened beyond our strength that we despaired of life itself. Indeed, we felt that we had received the sentence of death. But that was to make us rely not on ourselves, but on God who raises the dead. And I know my, I, I didn't despair of death, but I know many do. And I know people that do right now in my life. But um, even for me, when I am depressed, it was to make me rely not on myself, but on God who raises the dead. See, Paul had the same spirit in him that raised Jesus from the dead. And even though he didn't have the answers to what was going on, he could rest in Christ. So the Holy Spirit is our comforter, right? And he intercedes for us in our weakness, like he did for Paul. And that's really good news, right? No matter what we're going through. You may recall earlier in the same chapter, in verse 15, as, as Paul's been talking about the, the Holy Spirit uh, and, and weaving it in through all these great promises of God, he said this in verse 15, You have received the spirit of adoption, as sons, by whom we cry, Abba, Father. And Abba is, is said to be a, a tender way a child might address their father, Papa or Daddy. It's a term of endearment. And, um, you know, sometimes when a child's confused or hurting or scared, all they can do is call out Papa. And Daddy picks up the child in his arms and he comforts him. And he knows just what they need and just what to do. So I think that's the way we, we need to look to God as the one who, who holds us. Yes, it's only, we only hold him because he, he picked us up, right? And we can hold on, but, but he is really the one that's got us in his arms. There's an old commercial. Uh, you probably remember, uh, you are in good hands with Allstate. Remember that commercial? Uh, but we are in good hands with our Heavenly Father. He's trustworthy. And uh, whether it's at the beginning of the day or in the middle of the day, or at the end of the day, we can lay it all in God's hands and uh, trust Him. We can say, Abba, Father. Our Father God, thank you for your word today. And just let it be an encouragement to us, Father, that in this broken world, we can, we can rest in you as our Father. You have us in your hands. 
And uh, even when our life is broken, we can go to you. When we, when we fall, we can go to you and you pick us up. We can call out to you. And you have put the spirit of life in us that um, in, in which you can comfort us. And it's the same spirit that you're going to raise us up just the way you raised up Jesus. And we walk through a world that is, is full of the spirit of evil. But the spirit of life is like a zillion times greater. And we thank you for that. We thank you for the promises of your word, Father. Help us to know them so that we might find more of the comfort that, that you have as we walk through the broken world. And uh, when we're tired, when we don't know what to do, when, when someone does us wrong, when uh, we're having troubles financially or in relationships with uh, children or, or spouse or family, uh, whatever it may be, you, you rule overall father and we can trust you and just like you know I, I, I think I heard an old spiritual the other day on the rolling sea uh, and in the stormy sea and just like Peter and the disciples when the sea was rolling and, and tempt us and it was broken all around them they called out to you and you calmed the sea so father give us the faith to rest in you and look to you Thank you for being our comforter. In Jesus' name, amen.